is Thursday, November the 17th in the year of our Lord, 2022. Myself and Catherine are here for a very, 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 very special, positive, uplifting show with also a little bit of that in your face uh, added to the end of it. Um, Hello. 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 How are you feeling? I'm feeling a bit weary from the train, travelling, what have you, but I'm fine. I've had a bath and I feel relaxed and well, how are you feeling? I presume as happy as I am, as positive, even though you like you think we'd won it and everything was wonderful. I know, I know. Well, it was good. such a... Oh, go on, over to you. It was. It was amazing. On there, the couple of days was just absolutely amazing. The support we had was superb. The kids were superb. Paul Diamond was superb. The claimants were. Darren was. Everyone, everyone stepped up to the plate and played it really really did play to their strengths and what an amazing turnout now especially the last hour especially the last hour we've been talking about it and it almost felt uh, Darren said anyway felt like in there in the courtroom felt like a film at that point do you know what I mean and you're like really and he just did a superb job I did a video this morning didn't I on it and um what what they were saying and the you know just the little bits that happened as well you know with the the government barristers coming out of that front door and being totally booed and, you know, shame on you, shame on you. And I was over at Greg's at the time with Darren in the queue and I just heard a really, in the direction, obviously, from where the protesters were outside the court, you heard, like, everybody, you know, shouting shame on you. And I left Darren in the queue and run back over to see what was going on. And obviously the government um, barristers had come out and people, you know, weren't happy with them. Well, yeah, they were surrounded by uh, Drakeford's uh, security, was, weren't they? I that don't was know, I didn't was... see him, did I? Oh, yeah, I saw the video, but I didn't see any security. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not sure I wasn't there at the time. but And then they didn't come out the front way then at the end of the case. But obviously Paul Diamond did, and what uh, a reception he got. And what a reception he absolutely deserved as the people's barrister, the only one to stand up to it. But it was amazing, that video, that we I think we watched it so many times last night, didn't we? Because it just got better and better as... The more we watched it, it was just like it was. He was like a celebrity, and just, oh, it was just beautiful. It was, it was a beautiful, and the and the, all the photos as well. You know, there's some absolutely incredible photos and footage of the last forty eight hours. It's been incredible. What, I'll never it really. It. It, I'll never it, forget it. No, I mean, there's there's a few topics I I want to talk. I know I spent I apologies to everyone, and I I know I bitched and moaned, and I, I think I went on the voice of Wales bitching and moaning yet again. I just felt really let down. You know that place should have been heaving, and it was the voice of Wales, wonderful Phil as always, and uh, Liberty Tactics. But I mean, my phone was getting jammed left, right, and centre. Um, Rick. Rick did the filming and didn't realise that he had it on time lapse. Oh, yeah. So we've got footage which is going about a million miles an hour. It's funny, though. It, it, it is funny. It is funny, but it doesn't make much. And every time I tried to do a live video, it was just jamming. But it was incredible. I mean, there were some other little things in, during the afternoon session, every, no one could hear. Uh, you know, you couldn't hear. It was muffled. Oh, yeah. So we were, everyone was just 
mingling, talking, you know, and I'm going to say one thing, you know, Paul Dilly, our friend Paul Dilly. Yeah. There was a lady on crutches and she was in a lot of pain and he just went over to him. He wasn't doing any preaching or evangelizing. He went over there and he said, may I pray for you? And he prayed and she was fine. She was in tears. Oh, wow. Absolute tears. And I think that happened just just twice. Somebody was listening in and yeah, incredible. He 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 wow. and he was really he said magic happened that day. There was so oh, definitely, definitely. But I want to just touch. There is one thing I want to touch on. So where we were standing in that like courtyard area, yeah. Uh two, if you're you're facing the family court, which is right in front, and there's 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 a little road. There wasn't that much traffic going down there. This little road. Um, and then to our left, we had this big glass building and there was like a walkway underneath and you had government staff in there. Yeah. If you turn around, so your back's to the court, you look straight ahead, right in front of you, BBC Wales. <laughs> so you would think... It's a stone throw away. Biggest story, the biggest case that's going on, not just in Wales, but probably you're possibly, you know, even the world, what was going on yesterday. Yeah. You would think they would actually send somebody down to maybe talk to people to find out what was going on. So they didn't. So the people supporting while the afternoon session's going on, which you can't hear it, it's all muffled on the little stereos. They decided mothers children, uh, grandfathers, decide to walk over to the BBC to tell them about what's going on. Well, the BBC closed the doors because of the dangerous grandparents and parents and children and decided they'd call the police with that riot vans turn up, police cars, the little meat wagons. And lo and behold, they thought it necessary to send the mounted police as well. <laughs> I know. But no reporter. They shut themselves no in reporter. the building. And they wouldn't have even had to pay any expenses. They would have just had to send one of these. They had to walk down. They it. had to probably... 30 well, seconds 200 200 steps. Yeah. That's all it would take. You, you wouldn't even have to go near to the protest. Just cross the road by the police and zoom in and just do a little report. Nothing. No, yeah, it was tumbleweed, on it? But then what do we expect? You know, at least if we op- opens it up, people can realise now that the BBC are absolutely not interested in telling you anything that's going on in real life. No media were. There was the voice. Oh, of- I, I, they were was brilliant. One, there was one young girl from i think it was cardiff uni that's right came over and 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 attempted to grill lucia but i didn't work obviously because when she just got owned and there was i bumped into some kids who were standing outside they were looking up at the government building and i think it was as the security guards were walking off the how many solicitors did they have in that room uh, as well as their barrister uh five Five. Oh, right. So as those as the legal team of six were walking through, these kids were like, boo, boo, boo. And I started talking to them and they're going, it's disgusting. And they were only like 14 or 15. I've, I've only got the audio of them. Yeah, and they yeah, said, it's yeah. absolutely disgusting. We don't want this. Kids need to be left as kids. This is absolutely, what are they, pedos? 
and they were just it was brilliant it really was ones because a lot of them have been indoctrinated into you know thinking that this is okay and all normal so we got you know that was even more refreshing to see I did ask them about the trans agenda. He goes, yeah, it's nuts. They're just a minority, aren't they? That's exactly what yeah, they say. They're not that, these kids, are they? You know, they're just misled and influenced too easily at the moment. But there are some who will stand their ground. And there are obviously, you know, few of them that will, which is brilliant. It's really, really refreshing, that is. Yeah, it was. It was unbelievably. Now, I'm not sure... Rick may need to edit this bit out. I don't know if we can talk about it. But there was... Well, I don't think so, because they've got it on camera. So... During the afternoon session, uh, there were some uh, special constables and police down there, obviously with this, a senior officer there as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the voice of Wales, is it was it Stan? I don't know which one, I can't remember. It was one of the lads at the voice of Wales Stan. noticed yeah, of that on the lapel there was a rainbow flag. So obviously the police swear an oath. They're not political. They mustn't represent anything kind of political, except, and that is in their oath. They are not allowed to do that. So Stan had gone on and asked about, was he under his oath, blah, blah, blah. Please, can you remove that? You know, it's, it's offensive to the people here. Can you remove it? You're not supposed to be political. And the guy refused. So Stan went over to the senior officer and said about it, except this is, he needs to remove it. The senior officer went over and asked the guy to remove it. And uh, the, I don't know, what is it, young sergeant turned around and refused. Yeah. So rather than being any discipline or anything else, he just said, oh, can you go around the corner because you're, I don't know, was it offending or upsetting? Or aggravating or irritating someone. Yeah, it's agitating. So uh, hang on a minute. Are we saying that they're too scared to, yes. to reprimand. And what does that say if they haven't got control over their own Exactly. People? And for the guy to even refuse it in the first place, exactly. you know that he felt strong enough to do in a strong enough... Because he's got, he's got the backing of this whole agenda. Yeah. It will be classed exactly. and then there'll be... Well, that is going to fall by the wayside, obviously, sooner or later anyway with this. But, yeah, that is crazy, isn't it? So who yeah. to... You know, if imagine you need being to able to that. say no to your boss when your boss is supposed to, you know, that's just crazy, isn't it? But yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll, have, we'll have to ask Stan and Dan exactly what went on there. But yeah, it was, I couldn't believe it. Absolutely couldn't believe it. Now, there were some incredible moments. You know, the children were. were incredible. The second day was absolutely fantastic. And I do, again, I apologise for the bitchy. I think, yeah, I think they put an interview I did with Stan earlier. Um, or one of the guys, whoever it was, from the Voice of Wales, and I think I probably spent most of the, the, the four minutes or so just bitching again. So I am sorry. I just, it's so important to. to it should be. It is. I'm, it's, it's I'm not even trying now. to put my thoughts on. I, I don't understand how it isn't important to everybody this subject. Yeah, I know. I know. It's not like I'm mean. trying to convince them of you know what the Earth flat. Do you know what I mean? Like this is like. Well, yeah. Why the media? It's insane. Like from the mainstream as well. There wasn't GB news down there. No. You know, where were they? Well, we know this is the thing, don't we? Just see who reports on it and who doesn't. And, you know, you can make your own mind up with that. But they are actually, I, Kim sent me about 15 to 20 articles earlier, including international news. So, that's, that, yeah, that's coming out. But one thing I want to tell so the whole basis and hopefully Darren can come in and discuss this and correct me if I say anything wrong here 
in the court, Paul Diamond gave his case for the first session and a little bit after lunch. He put the case across for PCP Wales. The final hour of that day, the government's barrister gets up to have him maybe what his opening statements is it and where he's going to go. And that he references, maybe maybe Darren can read it in a minute, but I'm just trying to give people a brief synopsis. He said that the claimants haven't been able to prove sufficiently that this education is like on a global rollout. Am I right or wrong on that? And that is they're full of misinformation. And then obviously in the past, we've had the media quote, far right conspiracy theories, QAnon followers. <clears throat> um, do you know what I mean? Saying that we're the ones with misinformation. And that is yeah. what is that's what their barrister opened it with. Am I correct? Yeah, I got Aaron you with me. I have love anyway, right? So I will hand it over to him because obviously can you introduce Darren, please, for us? Yeah, um obviously Darren is the face behind the job of the solicitor for this case. So obviously they've got five. Um Darren's not legally trained, um, but he does a real, 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 real good job of it. Um so basically, you know, we couldn't get a solicitor anyway. So we and obviously Darren did it for nothing and he's done an absolutely marvelous a marvelous marvelous job so rather than me explain it that you yeah you were right there Lou as well that is what the um the barrister said but if I hand you over to Darren and he's going to go through some of the well the documents that basically they were saying you know they were saying that it was saying it wasn't a global rollout and we're going to prove now or Darren's going to prove with the documents that it is so I'll hand you uh over to Darren Hey, Darren, how are you doing? Very good, thank you very much. Just come a bit closer because I can't hear you very well. Okay, is that better? It's a lot better. So, firstly, you know, you're you're so humble, you don't... Everyone was cheering you, you know, Paul, Diamond, they couldn't have done this without you. The hard work that you've put in is just blown away. Like, you, you... just incredible. So thank you. I'm sure from me and most of Wales and everybody for everything that you've done. Okay. <laughs> okay. Oh, I know you can't, you don't like it, right? So <laughs> let's start this. You were sitting in court, you listened to Paul Paul's um, statements. You yeah. then were obviously taking notes, listening to that file, um, that argument from the other side. What did you, let's start about, there, let's just start there. You taking notes and, and what right, you okay. came up with, and, and then just tell the story. Yeah, right. First of all, your, your brief synopsis of it, yeah, it was pretty close. Um, the first day Paul was on from 10 in the morning until about 10 past, he, he, his allotted time was until three o'clock. He went about 10 minutes over, uh, with an hour for lunch. And then you're right then, the, the barrister, he started immediately um, till 10 past three. We finished somewhere coming up close to half past four. So they've done a bit of overtime that day in the court. Um, it's usually four o'clock, you're out of there. Second day, the barrister started at 10 a.m. Um, hour for lunch with the time going on to three o'clock. Um, in which case Paul had the all-important last hour to 
rebut any assertions made by the barrister in that day. Um, so it doesn't. Paul put our case forward. I, I'm not going to explain. You know, it's it's kind of irrelevant in the point of this video. I think, but you know what was said by yeah, Paul. yeah, yeah, I yeah, yeah. Let's just talk learning. about the, the the points, the the argument. Yeah, of course. That the other side. So, bringing up. so first of all. Um, if you go on to uh, tribunal tweets, um, they actually tweet out live uh, an abbreviated transcript of the case as it's going on. Not just it, they do it with lots of them. It's really good, actually. If, if you're interested, have a look, tribunal tweets. Um, so this is a, a paraphrased quote from within the first couple of minutes of, of his opening statement. Um, Right. Uh, I'm just finding it. Right. Concerns about RSE plagued by misinformation. I want to address two points. And I'm sorry this might not be proper English. I'm just reading it as it is, and it is paraphrased. Point one. Global rollout, sexualizing children, that is simply not the case. As Mr. Lloyd explains in his, in his witness testimony, there is nothing in the code and guidance to promote anything of the sort. In fact, the design of RSE is specific to Wales, homegrown. Um, and he is right. There's nothing in the code or the guidance to suggest such a thing is very bland. It's just the code and the guidance. You know, the important bit is what's going to be taught in the schools. Um, and, and again there, so RSE, RSE is specific to Wales homegrown. Um, now, that narrative forms part of the misinformation that the government have claimed continually, publicly claimed continually throughout uh, PCP's challenges of them. That is parroted by all the local politicians who've been questioned. And we've got, you know, say we, the team, Kim and, and gang, have got all of this. In, you know, they, they've got an extensive library of all the documentation on their website. It's all there. It's all public. It's all available. And a lot of it was put into court. Um, so the, the, the local authorities have parroted the same fake narrative we can now say without any shadow of a doubt. Unfortunately, also of the head teachers... And the teachers, um, in my personal opinion, they should be disgraced with themselves. We assume that these people are intelligent enough to teach our children, and yet they can't read two or three documents. They'd rather parrot the government and call us liars, right? Call mothers liars. Yeah. Anyway, rant over. I apologise. No, no, you're completely right. All there's um, been discredit to yeah, everybody and no everybody. I'm Go on, sorry. For you guys, the total like it's misinformation, it's this far right, the disgusting things. We got that Institute of Wales and they're they're damaging. Do you know what I mean? It's it's been disgusting the things that have been said. It's, it's damaging. I mean, it, it doesn't against me personally, 
but even I can I can look at who it's aimed at, and it's, it, it is disgusting and it's damaging. And I just wanted to chuck in there. I was talking over you. I'm apologising. I apologise for that. Um, the same narrative has been continually parroted also by the media. They are supposed to be our protection from the government. Um, by the way, for those who don't know, government, translation, govern, control, meant mind, control the mind. Um, just so you know what government actually means. Anyway, so moving forward with... Thank the, you for clearing that up, Darren. That's all right. Sorry. I, I. No, that's great because people probably don't know that or don't even realise. They probably do know it, but forget about it. I'm concentrating very hard on sticking to one trail of thought, to be honest. Lou, you've had conversations with me. <laughs> I, yeah, I I'm going to gonna shut up and you carry on. No, I, I tend to stray off from time to time, so you need to keep me under control. <laughs> I, Catherine's already pointing at me and fingers on lips and stuff. Um, <laughs> you carry on. <laughs> off right, you go. So, the, the first issue, as we've started on, is this global rollout, which they're denying outright. Everybody is denying outright. Now, the, the, our bundle, PCP's bundle, was filed in court and therefore produced to the Welsh government, or at least their legal team, without checking, I don't know the specific date, but it was in April, early April, um, or around that time anyway. So, as I'm sure all of the audience and yourself is aware, you put something, you, you know, you put your claim into court, you set out what your issues are, and the opposite team has the right and the need, in fact, to rebut all of your claims. Um, if you can't rebut it, then the, the claim wins, basically. Um that's roughly how it works in a simplistic manner. Anyway, all of this evidence was presented to them as public documents um, to show that it is actually a global rollout. Um, the only can we take wait? Can we say how it how you how you how you actually did show the proof of the global? What was the proof? Right. Okay. I'll, that, I'm actually just about to start that oh, now. So, first of all, as well as the, um, the the barrister in court actually saying it's not a global rollout, it's specific to Wales, it's homegrown. We, you know, we can easily establish, as I just ranted on about, that all of these other people actually say the same thing. Now we've got two specific letters here. Um, Again, they've been public on PCP's website for quite some time, but they were presented as evidence as well and read out in Paul's, or not read out, but brought up to the court's attention for avoidance of any doubt in the last hour. They're almost, uh, the, the, the main body of the letter, of the two letters that are copy and paste of each other. One of them is to Kim, Kim Isherwood, obviously the Chair of Public Child Protection Wales, and the other one is to Janet, I won't say her second name for any potential legal reasons, or uh, much as she's a public body and it's a public letter. Janet, she was the chair of the petitions committee because a petition obviously went went in from PCP Wales back in the day. 
So the first letter, and like I say, the, the majority of it is just uh, it's a copy and paste. This one is the 15th of December 2020. Um, so it kind of demonstrates how long they've been lying to us. Dear Janet, thank you for your letter dated the 30th of November to inform me about a petition the, com the committee received, which is currently collecting signatures regarding relationships and sexual sexuality education, RSE, in which it is claimed, quote, the RSE is part of a global rollout of sexuality education, which is not appropriate for this country, close quote. I can confirm that this claim is wholly inaccurate and false. Now, that's the opening paragraph of the letter to the petitions committee chair, Janet, signed for by Kirsty Williams, the Minister for Education at the time. Um, yeah. Right, and that's a total denial. I, I, I'm going to read that a little bit again. I can confirm that this claim is wholly inaccurate and false. Yeah. In the letter to Kim, um, a similar kind of paragraph, a similar kind of denial. We are not aware of the concerted global rollout you mention, and nor are we part of any such approach. So there's a denial there by the on two occasions by the then Minister for Education, Kirsty Williams. In both letters, um this is the one to Kim. It's, it's exactly the same in the one to Janet. I'll just read one of them. As you will be aware, the statutory guidance for RSE is currently being co-constructed. That's the important bit. It's currently being co-constructed to ensure that learning is developmentally appropriate. That's something we'll come back to in a bit. Drawing on a range of evidence and expertise, such as the UNESCO International Technical Guidance of 2018. Uh, they both say it's a, it's a mirror on, on the other document. So we go to the International Technical Guidance of 2018 from UNESCO. It's, it's a public document. Pull it up. Have a read, if you don't believe me. Um, we've got the outer cover the inner cover, and then the first bit of text on page three, we've got basically two subheadings. The global, educa the global education 2030 agenda, um, and it's, it's written all over it, the global education 2030 agenda. Um, there is no doubt that it's a global agenda. Now, in this document, also, um, just just you know, it, it is. If you type in, uh, if you search for CSE in their Comprehensive Sexuality Education, it comes up three hundred and fourteen times. I mean, it, you know, it, what is comprehensive sexual education? Are the key considerations of the, of the evolving field of CSE? Um, this is the American version. We changed it in this country. It, originally, I believe, I might be corrected on this, originally they were calling it CSE, and then after some controversy, I believe it was just renamed to RSE, but they're using the same technical guidance for this document. 
So there, in fact, lies the fact that it is part of a global rollout because they've taken their technical information to comprise this piece of legislation, uh, the code and the guidance, from an international document. Um, we've also got the RSE draft 2019, I believe it is, 2019 document, again, another public public document it's a government document when you type unesco into and and this basically just shows the strength of the the in my mind the strength of the the influence then of of this unesco document um as stated by the government in the rse draft what should people search for this bit um i i just put in unesco um, they, they, it, it references UNESCO six times, uh, only six times. I'll read the sections which encompass those references to UNESCO. Uh, the first one is in the curriculum design section. Schools may wish to draw upon the UNESCO technical guidance for sexuality education to support them in planning of their RSE curriculum. The technical guidance maps out progression for five to 18 year olds across eight thematic areas. Now that's future tense. They've already written the code and the guidance. All that's left for them to write is the curriculum um, and the lesson plans. And it's actually the government are suggesting that the teachers go to that UNESCO. So it wasn't just used for co-create. Do you see what I'm saying? It wasn't just used for co-creating. They're actually referring teachers to go there. They may wish to draw upon the UNESCO technical guidance for sexuality education to support them in planning of their RSE curriculum. Yeah, so they're referring it. The, the yeah. education minister at the time, they're all pointing to anything that yep. they need to do to go and... It is in this document. And what's the name of the UNESCO document, please, again? The Can UNESCO we just say that document. out loud? Uh, is the International Technical Guidance on Sexual Education 2019. And, international. And, In, yeah, 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 of course. Say it yeah. again, say it again. Uh, international Technical Guidance on Sexuality Education. So it and might again, not say global, it might not say global, no. but international might give a clue that it might not just be made for Wales well, only. But it does say global. It, it, okay. The first of the... Uh, actually, it's the it's the second word on page three. Oh, oh please global... read. Please read this again, please. The Global Education 2030 Agenda. The right. Global Education 2030 Agenda. Right. Agenda let's agenda so again. See. Let's 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 recap again. So the Minister of Wales is referring. Yeah people with regards to this is adamantly denying yes. that it's a global role, adamantly denying well, to, the, um, to the she, petitions people and to Kimberley, right? They, let, they've let, said right, that. Let, let me just clarify that for legal reasons. Um, she's adamantly, adamantly denying it to Janet. To Janet. She says, I can confirm that this claim is wholly inaccurate and false. In Kim's letter... She's just not aware. And now Kim's letter is the 5th of March. It's three months after. So she was kind of made aware of it in on the 15th of December 2020 because she comments on it to Janet. Yeah. yeah. 
Yeah. She actually denies it to Janet. So, so although she might deny it, she's aware of it because she's making a comment. Okay. Yeah. Right. So we, we, we've got that. We, we yeah, have this. So we, they... th and then in three months, three months later, she says to Kim, we are not aware of the concerted global rollout you mentioned, and nor are we part of any such approach. Okie dokie. All right. But in, but in the same letter, she references the UNESCO International Technical Guidance of 2018 document. That's incredible. So we've had um, various media outlets, or organisations, absolutely, everybody all turning around to say that everything that Kimberley, PCP Wales, and everybody who supports them, because this is this is just bigger now. I think this yeah. is. This, I think this is movement is going. It, it, it's gonna. It's it's bigger yeah. than what we think. I so think this is this is starting something because let's. Okay, so we've like. Sorry, I'm going off track. No, no, no. Carry we've on. This we've got this. We've got the media slamming. P, um, slamming PCP Wales, it's yeah. disinformation, it's misinformation. Um, you've got this big, heavy legal team. I mean, they've got that bigger legal team. Yeah. That they couldn't <laughs> have noticed that, and they they start their opening their, their opening for the argument. Yeah. Okay, so let's continue. We, we, it's, at the beginning of the, it's at the beginning of their argument. They didn't yeah. start it with it. Okay, yeah, the beginning. We'll be Sorry for legal reasons. Legal, absolutely, absolutely. Okay, carry on, Darren. No, 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 that's okay. I was listening. But while you were ranting, I, hang on, I might have forgot what I was going to say. Um, Sorry. No, 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 no. It was something to do with your rant. I was going to chuck something else in there, I was. Um, it doesn't matter, irrelevant. You carry on. What was you saying? Well, I was saying this this media campaign, they, they don't send anybody there. Yeah. Um, they don't, no, no media presence, just again, the great voice of Wales, lovely Phil and Liberty Tactics. And Liberty Tactics weren't really doing very much, just wandering around. Um, but that's where we are. This is this is all we've had. The BBC is scared. They shut themselves in the building. So let's continue with what went on in the court and then we can see what happens next. And okay. where can Kim, I, what I'd like to know is where can Kim, we've got, they need public apologies and amendments, I do believe, in the papers. But we can talk about that. Let's let's carry on with everything that's gone into court. So we've addressed okay. that. Next. There are two two little things. I did remember what I wanted to say. When you was on about the slander, et cetera, which had gone on. Now, the government, our government, um, actually labelled Kim and Co. publicly pedo-conspiracists. Um, they were that the government actually said that about them, um, at least on one occasion. Anyway, repeat, repeat what the Welsh government said about PCP Wells and parents of children. Uh, pe uh, pedo conspiracists. Ah, right. Okay, that, that was um, the Welsh government. Yeah, lovely. Yes. Okay. So, okay. Anyway, the other point before we go back into court on the UNESCO point. Yeah. Um, I, I and I'm just trying to stress. The, the current importance of the, the UNESCO document as well. It's not necessarily relevant to the court, but, you know, there were was, there was six mentions of it in the RSE draft 2019 document written by the government. And, and what's interesting, so where they were doing their kind of, uh, their, their assessments and so on, so on, um, 
there's a part a creative audit with the staff. So I'm assuming I'm assuming teachers. Um, but there's a part in uh, towards the bottom. It's quite a large paragraph, but there's a one sentence I'd like to read. It would de again demonstrates the importance of this UNESCO document. There were some concerns about reaction from parents and some con concerns about age appropriateness of some issues. So immediately there, and I'm assuming it's teachers uh, being staff, even the people who were receiving this consultation, assuming that they were teachers, had some concerns. Yeah, they were concerned about the reaction from parents. Well, why would have that been? unless it was something which maybe might upset parents and they've got to go and teach it, but they're going to do it anyway. And concerns about the age appropriateness of some issues, which is a big issue, and we'll move on to that as well in the in the court kind of setting. Yeah. Um, and, and, and the response was, how, I mean, this is just following on the same sentence, however, the UNESCO guidance and research evidence from the RSE report was vital in responding to and addressing these concerns. So there wasn't even a real person to address the concerns with any evidence. They just referred them to the UNESCO guidance oh. to alleviate any concerns that the UNESCO guidance might have had on them. Was Did there any reference to any other? They reference, no, there's no reference to any other. And, and they're using those two emails as well. I did read it in the one. Um, a, a wide, oh, sorry, not a wide, a range of evidence and expertise, such as, and in every correspondence that I've seen, it's the such as the UNESCO one, and they claim to have a range of, but there's never any, any specific mention of anything else other than the UNESCO one. And this RSE draft of 2019 is... Well, it, it, the, the, the mentions of, our, of, of UNESCO in there are, are just pitiful, to be honest. The, it, anyway, so I was just trying to show how important this, in case they try and play down the importance of the document because it states there is a global rollout, and some people might try to do that, but it's, they're still being referred there now, is, is my point. Um so anyway, that was that that received no rebuttal whatsoever. None. That stands um, in court. The 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 only rebuttal. So, this is, so they said they they they'd gone all over that. So are we talking now when Paul's back in? Are we now? Has it, and he brings no, it up. So I'm talking the fact that from April, yeah, they had an option to defend, right, our claims against them. Um, it was part of the, anyway, it was part of the evidence, so on, so on. It was in the final hour that this was actually um, brought into the court verbally by Paul to no dissent or anything either. Um, that is now. So that, know, that's in the cloak, that's the last part. So they've given it all. Paul opens up his... His closing hour. Yeah, there they, they was and no attempt for them to defend it, to be honest. We'll and he opens up with this. He opens up, sorry. So yeah. they've done a bit. It's the, the final hour is down to Paul. So he yeah. literally comes out with, boom, have that. Yes. Right? Yeah. And there was absolutely no rebuttal, and they could have rebutted it. Rebutted it. Well, the, the rebuttal should have been in their witness statement, skeleton argument, their grounds. You know, um, 
the, okay. the, the facts and grounds. It wasn't, it was avoided. And it is no, you know, how do you defend something that you claim you haven't done? Yeah, 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 yeah. Do you know what I mean? So, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, tribunal tweets. Yes. Was following all this. And so. Yeah. Um, so you can read the case, basically. And, and at some point, I'm assuming after the judgment, you know, transcripts will be available to be got. Of course, of course. Um, and if there's appeal, a transcript will have to be got. Um, so uh, again, it's in the public now. This is, and this is the only case of its type, I believe, in this country. So this is the case that any future cases will refer to until there's a case which supersedes this case, yeah, whatever yeah, yeah, the decision yeah, yeah, might yeah, yeah, be. Yeah. So this is now set in law that the, the basis it, it's a global rollout the the evidence was put in that it's a global rollout is set in law is part of english law now um so that was the first part it is a global and, and another massively important bit which again in in paul's kind of opening part of his hour um it's another thing which again it's another thing, and I can just go through the same rant that we went through in the beginning. The government stated, it's written all over the code and the guidance and wherever else, the local authorities have parroted it, the media have parroted and printed it. Again, the headmasters, mistresses, the teachers, they've all parroted it. They just nodded and agreed and called the parents liars, right? is that the age appropriate, right? Which is an issue in itself. Now, on many occasions, to my memory, the government barrister referred to it as they do in other places, developmentally appropriate. Um, Now, in my own humble and professional personal opinion, that's a, that's a, a higher level of, to understand and to make a judgment on them. Age is easy, age appropriate. It's a relatively simple. Developmentally appropriate. I mean, that's a, psych- that, you know, that, that's a psychological evaluation to some degree, which teachers are not qualified for. And I'm sure they haven't got the time. They've got 30 odd kids in their class. How are they going to mentally assess whether they're mentally, developmentally appropriate. Uh, I mean, uh, they're having a hell of a lot going on. They're having a hell of a lot, especially when they've just been turned down for a pay rise. Yeah. I mean, maybe the the unions down there in Wales should really be having a little chat in Wales to get this bigger pay rise, because what they're asking the teachers to do could actually one day, possibly, not saying it it is, don't like, sue me, but they could actually possibly be committing a crime. Well. Possibly, I don't know, I could be wrong, but they are doing things very wrong. Well, yeah, I mean, I I think they they, they could, it it could be dangerous. It it, it lacks the safeguarding issues. Yes. And I'm no expert in, I I, I am totally and utterly unqualified in every aspect of safeguarding issues, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. From that, layman point of view, I can see that teachers 
having to do a, de- a developmentally a developmental assessment of a child to see if something is suitable for him without knowing any of the surrounding circumstances, what's going on at home, blah, blah, blah. This kid could be being abused, right? And be known to the teacher. And they're going to suggest that something is developmentally appropriate for them because they've got no tool. They've just been told to do it by the government. Do you know what I mean? And that, that could end up disastrous, in my opinion. Um, and, and, and we can, I just I know I have repeated this, but that's it is out there. Um, and we brought it up on Catherine and I brought it up at the podcastathon. Right. That, um, the Daily Mail were reporting that there were more sex offenders um, joining the police. Yeah. So my question is the go where the what would be the ideal place for a, for a sex offender, child sex offender to work? Oh, yeah. Well, well, other than I mean, the police. Oh, well, let's think a school. So they're admitting that they're going into the police. Yeah. How do we know? Well, we We don't really, do we? No, we know they're in the schools because there are many, 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 many convictions of teachers and so on. Well, we've seen about three in the last week. Yeah, what we don't know is how many of them there, and we only know this information, unfortunately, when they're caught. And the mainstream um, and the mainstream media decide to report on it. Of course, yeah, but I, you know, I'm just working on the the police checks they do from getting into school. You would assume that none of the 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 the, the, the pedo teachers who may be in school, you would assume that none of them have been previously caught. Yeah, and I have know, a clean criminal. At record. least, at least their checks should weed out those ones. But again, you know, I can't talk with any certainty on that. Um, no, no, no. This is all. This is all. This is our. This is like an opinion show. We are presenting facts here today. As we are, are facts, but when yeah, we go off know. track and we have a little discussion, the thing is that article is fact. They, they, they have. Yeah. And there have yeah, been yeah. cases in the last couple of oh, weeks, even at Prince George's School. Yeah. You know, I'm so not aware they, of the specifics. If it can yeah. happen there at a, at a top school. What can happen in like a rundown school in, in yeah, you know, a struggling I, city? Yeah, I, they, they just, yeah, I, I mean, it, again, you're asking questions which <laughs> you, you're teasing me to go off track here. And we yeah, I'm so go, sorry, Darren. I'm no, so okay. sorry. I'm we so could sorry. be lost for hours, Lou. I know, um, I know. This is a story for another day. So come yeah. on, let's get back to court. Right. So this, anyway, this age stroke developmentally appropriate thing is a massive thing because. If you pick up any of this RSE documentation, right, if you go and ask your teachers, if you go and ask the school, if you turn on any news or go on anywhere and ask your local politicians, councillors, whatever, ask, ask the government, phone them up, write to them, ask, they will all tell you that it's age and developmentally appropriate. But there are no tools to assess how to do it. All we've got, and they they did make mention of tools coming in the future, but they've already started teaching it. Where's these tools, right? You've already started teaching it. The tools are supposed to be there. It's important, isn't it? Anyway, um, the best we've got at the moment, which I'm pretty darn sure that you and Kath have already spoken about in the past, the best we've got at the moment is this split into ages three to six, seven to 10, I think 11 to 16, somewhere around there, isn't it? Now, you know, my personal opinion on that, and I'm sure it's the opinion of many others, they're categorised into those, well, a seven-year-old isn't as 
developmentally developed Sorry? A seven-year-old is still playing with Barbies. They don't well, like... Of course. Yeah, you know, and in some cases, maybe 11-year-olds too. Absolutely, yeah, of you course. Know? But uh, the, you, the, the develop, the, again, as, as a total uh, unqualified in this field layman, even I can see that there are massive differences in the event melatonin. Oh, God, I can't say that. Change it to an easier word. Um, a event, uh, yeah. Right, and a, the, the age developmental. Yeah, the the gap between seven and eleven is monstrously different. Colossal, monstrous. Colossal. It's, it's immeasurable. Um, and the same as eleven to sixteen year olds. All the categories, and that's the best we've got. Right, so you're at the moment. The the parents are sending their children into school because it is now being taught. It is now mandatory in Wales. They are being taught, in effect, 11-year-old stuff could quite easily be being taught right now to your 7-year-old kid. And 6-year-old stuff could be being taught right now to your 3-year-old nursery-goer. Um, that's a disgrace. So anyway, again, in court, no tool. There is no tool. It is now stated in case law, in English case law, there is no tool. And the, and the teachers will quite happily admit it if you ask them. They've got no tool. What are they doing? They're already teaching it. And, you know, we're assuming that the, the decision for this case is going to, you know, be six weeks. And then after that six weeks, I, 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 again, I believe... Um, well, look, whoever wins it's, it, there's going to be, be an appeal, appeal, which is going to be another X amount of months, and then probably there would be an appeal from that to the Supreme. So we could be talking a couple of years. It's being taught right now, and there's no tool for what they keep. Yeah. I mean, the, what is it doing to the mentally, stopped. these kids? Like the exactly damage that this. this that. Exactly that. What are we doing? Exactly that. What are we that. creating? Exactly that. People, the um, girls are chopping off their breasts. Do you know what I mean? It's like puberty well, blockers. You know the mental. Yeah, well, no, again, we're going off topic, and we'll just go. Yeah, we'll go no, I, I, I know the the range of potential damages. You know, we could. Darren, I just want to ask. We could postulate so, them forever. Um, go on. I just want to ask. So w the actual. What is it that PCP wants to happen? Do they want the RSE completely taken out of schools? Do they want it to uh, be a different form, to, you know, to, to be a different form of education? Do they want just a parental opt-out? What is this actual case? What are they looking to achieve, like the goal? Well, right, so the, the case, the, you know, the... the... What they wanted in this court, uh, uh, in this case, um, one of the main challenges it was the parental opt-out, which leads us to the next important part of the, the court case. Um, I mean, ideally, and I can't speak for them, you know, I've only, you, you would have to ask, and, and I, you know, they were, they were five separate claimants. Um, they representing 5,000 other parents who all signed on. Um, I'm sure they've all got 
slightly varying uh, versions of what they would actually like to obtain from this. But to offer that freedom to all of those people, I, I, I personally believe, and it was part of the, the, the challenge against the government, was the parental opt-out. Um, it, it's a big part. The parental, the parental opt-out is a big part of it. Um, it wouldn't be the be all and end all when you you know when you could when you, and it, it's, it's it's again it's it's for another it's for another time and I'm sure you and Catherine have discussed it in length, but when you understand the foundation, the history, and the basis for what this RSE actually is, then the ideal would for it to just be removed altogether, right? I mean, people, you know, people have been having sex from the beginning of time and no one yeah. needed educating about well, it. You know? Exactly. I mean, right, you, I was at a little girls' school. Like, we'd right. run by nuns. I never had a sex education. You, you, yeah, no. I mean, we, we had, I was, was in the comp and I can just remember just diagrams of stuff, you know, uh, animations. And and it was always, when we were going to comp mind, everybody was aware that you had to... In, you had to watch a video on a baby being born. That was the pinnacle of our sex education. And there's all these horror stories of, you know, oh, so-and-so fainted and blah, blah, blah. You know what I mean? But that was like third year of the comp. I mean, we, we were in upper school because I remember we had to go down to lower school to watch it. So I would have been probably third year when we'd done that. And that, and that was pretty much it. Um, I do believe that I was, I predated the time where it was mandatory, though. I, uh, I, 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 off the top of my head, I think it was mandatory in 93. Uh, and obviously I was out of school in 88. So um, I predate that time. Um, yeah, I think it was the year after I left, I think it, it came in mandatory. Yeah. Well, so, and, and I think this is massively important now, moving on to this point, if that's okay with you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I'll go, Darren. Yeah. So the point, and, and, and I'm not, representing all of the feelings and opinions and values of everyone else. And this is my own personal opinion, um, but it is part of the case. Um, the, the parental opt-out. So the government's barrister, um, obviously under instruction of the government. So what he is saying are the government's wishes, beliefs, and so on, so on. Um, so... He spent a considerable, and literally a considerable amount of time um, at the beginning of the case, or at the beginning of his submissions, um, wasn't defending why they removed the parental opt-out right. He spent a considerable amount of time trying to prove that... Parents have never even had those rights, right? He's trying to prove with an intricate woven pattern of case law, which, it, 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 you know, he, he made some lighthearted joke references to the, you know, the judge and Paul, whatever. You know, I, I apologise for the hordes of case law that we've had to, and, and he was weaving this intricate web 
in my opinion, and Paul's, it actually, so in a professional legal opinion, it was mentioned at the end, Paul actually thanked him um, for presenting all of this case law, because in my opinion, much of it was contradictory because it's just a load of fluff. It was a load of fluff um, that we've never had common law parental rights over our child's education and stuff. This stuff goes back to Blackstone in like the 17th century. The Blackstone commentaries and stuff, there's plenty of references to our rights. I mean, yeah, it, it's very archaic. They're referring to the father's rights only. You know, women were insignificant in those days in law. Um, so they're referring to the father, but that's easily translated as the parent in these days or the guardian, you know what I mean? But it's, it's it, good God, man, it's, it's, it, it predates lots of things. But anyway, he set out to prove that we never, these common law parental rights have never existed. Now, just take a moment to think about the implications of that. Either he was blatantly lying because they had nothing else, or the government truly believe that we have never had any parental rights over our children. What he was establishing in his case, for those who might be interested in the law side, and actually, I mean, you can go and read it anyway, you know, uh, tribunal tweets, et cetera, et cetera. But what he was trying to establish through the case law was, on the common law side of it, it was slightly different on the equitable side of it in the chancery, on the common law side of it, those rights only um, related to habeas corpus uh, possession, basically. And even then, it was only possession limited by the constraints of law. Um, to me, that is insane. I'm taking it, they meant it literally. Our government believe in their heart of hearts that we've never even had these rights, right? So just take that into account. Wow. Um, that, that, that is insane. Anyway, he went on to, if in fact I am wrong, um, but, uh, sorry, uh, paraphrasing the, the barrister, uh, you, you know, that's what he was saying, if in fact he, he is wrong, um, then by taking away these rights, so we no longer, for those who don't know, in Wales, particularly, you no longer have the legal right, and according to them, the, the government, the or the lawful right, to allow your child to not be taught something which may be sensitive or um, in breach of your human rights, which is what a lot of the case was about. Our human yeah. rights say that, you know, that education should be in accordance with the parents' wishes, etc. Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. that, that statement is raised in various documents in similar formats, you know what I mean? But that's yeah. the, the, in the accordance with the parents' wishes. Um, and what the government are actually saying, and he, he set it out in his own words, I'm just paraphrasing, um, but basically what he said out was, we, we, we have removed that right anyway, if it did exist, if parents, if we are wrong and parents did have those rights, we're removing them anyway. Um, there's absolutely nothing you can do about it because we, we're allowed. Um, there's nothing to stop us taking away your legal rights. Um, 
we are therefore going to teach every single child in a state, state school what we want to teach them because there are provisions in this legislation for them to update it at any time with any without any consultation or parliamentary debate or they can just update it now that it's written they gave themselves the power to do that at any time so they can put whatever they want in there and they truly believe that they're allowed to do that and they're going to do it to every child in state school and there was no um they they don't care the solution to it is stated in court, live, you'll be able to go and pull it up yourself. It, it will be referred to in the future in other cases. He actually stated that the parents who don't like it, they have the option of homeschool or private education. In other words, get your kid out of school. They're having it. We're totally within our rights to enforce this upon you. If you don't like it, get your kid out. That is... That's me paraphrasing what was actually put down by the, their defence, by the, the government barristers in the King's Bench High Court of Law in the, in, in the United Kingdom, in Wales. Um, that is a disgrace. Look at the control they believe they've got. Yeah, and, Look at the control they're obtaining, right? You know, I've got, to me... Even taking away the RSE element of it, because there are going to be parents, whether or not you know they're educated on the subject or not. I mean, no offence by that. It's whether you bother to read any background, you're quite entitled if you want this education. Then you're entitled to want it, and you know if you want to learn these things, then you're entitled to learn them. Um, that's great. You know, so if you take away the RSE side away from it and just leave what the government, the power, the government believe that they have over us and our children, it's scary. Well, I mean, they could start it's with, scary, one, man. letting parents have an opt-out, and two, removing it from every single lesson. So there's just one well, set lesson again, where they teach I, I, this. I, I, and that's okay. that, and, and what's wrong with, like, what is wrong with that? That's giving, that's giving freedom, that choice. Well, you know, yes. a free one. There it is. That's that's all that needs to be done. Do a lesson. You, if you want to teach that, that's fine. You teach it. You know, you want to send your kid to learn that stuff. Do it. Yeah. In in my opinion, the you know the answer to human. Your, it's like fundamental human. Like what? Uh-huh. Yeah. I mean, in response to your um, what was probably a rhetorical question. I moan. I believe not. I I I. I truly believe that that was an in- intentional because it, it makes it nigh on impossible even if they let so England for example have still got the opt-out right but how do you opt them out it's in every lesson and they're not allowed to be opted out of the mandatory maths and English and you know and, and other there's no excuse for them to be opted out of geography and and physics and Whatever else, non-sexual style lessons. And from my personal opinion is that it was intentionally done that way because it captures a bigger bigger audience. Um, You can't get them out. And, you know, know, with it being mixed in, it's slipped in there subliminally then as well, you see. 
because yeah. it's not a standalone lesson. They, you know, they're not the kids then are not knowing what to expect. And when it's sublimely just chucked in there, you know, there's no defense mechanism to it. It just goes in without you even yeah, yeah, knowing, yeah. you know, in my opinion. So, um, so that was all brought up. Um, and um, Paul's, what was Paul's response to, to this in that hour? Well, again, um, it, it was pointed out by Paul that there was, uh, as with the, the global rollout, um, that there, there is no tool and there's been nothing provided in this case to prove otherwise. There is nothing to prove otherwise. And the documentation from the teachers, et cetera, et cetera, with many, many, many parents have asked for it. We've asked for it personally. I've personally written correspondence to the schools asking for these things and it, it doesn't exist we know it doesn't exist it, it, it do you know what it just doesn't exist it, it's it's not there it's it's, yeah. it, it's nowhere to be found the government can't point you to it they can't so, give you a copy of it it's not it's not been written it's not done simple as um so again um so Paul came this, out with that, he, 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 you know, yeah, he no, said you're not, provide, not providing any evidence. Yeah, of course. Yeah. So what happens after that? Um, you just want to break to, down the final hour before yeah, yeah, no, the so, big moment. I, I mean, the, the, that was the most, so the first probably, and I, I'm not even sure if it went for the full hour. Um, no, yeah, Catherine's just said, no, it wasn't the full hour. I don't know how long Paul's hour actually went on for. He, he was allocated an hour. Um, probably the first quarter of an hour, 20 minutes, he addressed those two issues, oh, yeah. um, particularly the, the UNESCO, the global rollout, set out the letters and the UNESCO document, et cetera, et cetera, as, and pointed out as it was evidence to the court, you know, pointed out the the exhibit numbers and whose witness testimonies the documents were in, et cetera, et cetera, the, the usual court stuff. Um, and can I just remind people, that's just the only person on the side sitting on, the, you know, in front of the judge, you've got Paul on his own and uh, next to him, at a table next to him, there's how many solicitors and, and a barrister for the government. So it's just Paul up against this yeah fair do um yeah and, and, and you know it's just it's just the the share of the workload etc as well look i mean it's not just that court setting um you know paul and and bruno i mean bruno wasn't at the court case for issues which have been sort of explained elsewhere um they've both been working on it sort of prior to the, the court case, they've both done an absolutely outstanding job. Um, awesome. Um, but yeah, you, you, you know, they, they took on the government. I, I mean, right, this, this group of, this group of women, primarily women, I mean, there is one male claimant, um, and I'm sure many of the, the 5,000 as well were men, but you know, physically what I see when I go out places, the, the majority of, of, of women, mothers, um, these people have took the government to court, mind. Yeah. And these mothers never knew each other before this. They're all from no, different God, parts no, of Wales, no. aren't they? Um, 
yeah, no, they, you know, as far as I'm aware, they were all strangers. Um, it was this. Subject. And they're, but they're all, they're not like all living in the same town. Their kids are all at different no, schools. No, I mean, you know, and, and yeah, they're all over the place. Uh, well, I, I was going to say them primarily South Wales, but even that's wrong because there's a massive bunch of people and, and at least one of the claimants is North Wales. Um, North Wales have been outstanding. But they that, have been so outstanding in all fairness. Let's talk about this final hour and, and, and then, you know, when he came out and then we can just say, look at what we can expect next. And then Catherine, I've, I haven't done anything but shut up. I haven't shut up yet. So well, I've done a good job of talking as well. Yeah, um, Catherine, please chime in whenever you feel free. <laughs> I, I, well, I'm just kind of giving myself a chance to stop. I am conscious that I. No, no, I'm you're conscious. fine. It's yeah, yeah, yeah. Carry on. Um, yeah. So basically, those were and and uh, I mean Kim um, and, and the other Clay. I mean, they were adamant this this had to be in put in the court of record because this has been they they've been called slanderous names as you're aware. You know, all, all the it has been. God, being very careful who and what I accuse of, but yeah. some of what has gone on quite clearly falls into the realms of slander and libel. Yeah. Um, you know, without a doubt, in my opinion, some of it really does fall into that slander and libel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it's all been public. Anyway, um, so, yeah, they, they, you know, there was, the, there was notes I, the, landing on his desk in front of him as he was talking, bless him, just to make sure he didn't forget any particular point because they were vital. Um, he did an outstanding job. Um, I can only, I've said it a few times to various people, I, it, that last hour, and, and listening to the, right, so listening to the barrister, and he, and he had pretty much all the day that day, and it can be mentally tiring in court. I don't know if anyone's sat in on a case. It can be mental. I quite enjoy it, but it's mentally tiring to some degree. Um, and he, right, so I was listening and I was thinking, well, that's contradictory. That's kind of a certain what Paul is saying. Blah, that's just a load of shit, et cetera, et cetera. Applying my own mind to it. And what, but what I did also realise was this, this bloke, Earn every penny of his wages from a legal point of view. He ah, he was a magician. Um, he had worked hard on that case. I, in my opinion, he was a little bollocks, but um, <laughs> right. Well, he was just trying to prove, for example, that we've never had any parental rights in common law. So, so that's where my assertion that he was a little bollocks comes from. Um, but he, legally, right? Legally. He pulled off a masterpiece. So, to some degree, going, you know, going through my mind, and I'm trying to stay optimistic, but going through my mind and thinking, shit, man, we got to pull someone out of the bag here. Um, and he did. That's all I can say. He really did. Paul really. I, well, again, um, good. Well, the eleventh hour. Ta -ta -da! The eleventh hour. Um, you, you know that the opening part of it, the, the latter part of his of, of his of his final hour, the latter part was basically it was legal talk, um, which I there's no point in me trying to repeat now, eh? Because nobody's going to care particularly. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because yeah. I'll probably get most of it wrong anyway. So um, when when they came, you know, when, when the judge closed the court, she's obviously she now will take those. Um, yes. 
she will take those documents along with the Muslims. Uh, was, there was an intervention. Inter yeah. Do you know what? I was trying to say that word. I spoke to Brian Garrett um, and I was trying to give him an update. And yeah, I no, couldn't think of the bloody word. I'm like, injunction, injection. No, yeah, an intervention. intervention. So, and, and, in, and in all honesty, um, in my limited experience, interventions were a new thing for me. It's not something I've come across in any of the dealings that I've had sort of with courts and legally stuff and all. Um, so I was new. I was, so. She'll take that away so that the Muslim. Yes, no, it's part of the case. Yeah. Um, so she's got that. She's got the case yeah. files of everything that's yeah. gone on in these, so, these few weeks. So a, a quick rundown of the intervention. And again, this is something which is amazing under the circumstances. Um, you know, we're taking the government to court, mind. I say we. You know, I have been a small part in the background to it. These girls are oh, taking the government up. to court, Oh, shut up, small part. Listen to him, cats. No, no, but, you know, there's only... Right, the, 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 the figure is actually debatable, but in a parliamentary debate, they stated that only not... And this is on record. It's a public document on the Parliament website, again, you know, so I'm only quoting their figures... They quoted that only 0.2% of judicial reviews are actually granted, right? Have you got a copy? Have you got like a screenshot of that? I, I could, I could find, I could find it. Yeah. Um, I, well, I, just tell yeah. me where to look. Watch, watch so, nice look. So we've got um, a clip when we do the video. Yeah, yeah. Well, when you do, I can get it for you by the time you do the video if okay. you want. Um, I mean, again, that figure is debatable by the people in Parliament. But you know, it, it, even if it's wrong, that suggests that the figure's minuscule anyway. Yeah. You know, it's not going to be wrong by 90% or something. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's, so it's a minuscule number. And these women have got there with basically... Paul and Bruno um, against the, this is this yeah this is the government. Look, um, I, I I think people should really acknowledge the magnitude of what these women, men, and women have done. People, I'll try and be non-specific. I'll try and be non-men and women. Um, it is. It is. I've got it. I found it here. I found you've it. You've got it. Have you? Um, it it is, so. I forgot where I was now. I just I'm went so somewhere. sorry. No, no. What these me. women? What these that. women have done? Yeah, yeah like, No, what? I wasn't that bit. It was the going into that bit which lost my crack. Um, so yeah, yeah. So the intervention. So basically, the first intervention was from the um, the, the Human Rights Commission. Um, that intervention was granted, and that was a worrying intervention. I, I, I do believe these people claim they're, they're sort of... Um, uh, what's the word when they're not part of the government? Independent. I do believe these people claim they're independent, but we know really they're not. Um, all of these big organisations and stuff. Anyway, so that was a bit of a worry. Um, Paul believed that the, the outcome was going to be hostile towards our case. Um, again, you know, at the 11th hour, they decided, so they were due to submit their test, their, their statements, their, their interest in the case, all the documentation by Monday the 8th, and, and they, they pulled out. Uh, we, we don't know why, but good gracious me, man, that, that shit doesn't happen. Do you know what I mean? 
um, there was another intervention by another group which was turned down, and it was turned down on because of the timing issue, uh, way too late, and which is a rule of the court um, with interventions. You know, it must be done promptly. The court can refuse if they feel that it's going to um, have a, a detrimental effect on timing and so on, so on. Well, all the paperwork had already been exchanged. The court case was like a week away, and this intervention was turned down for exactly that reason. And then again, at the 11th hour, the, the Muslim community, um, it was signed for by 10 mosques. That's a, I believe I'm correct in saying that's a quarter of the mosques in Wales yeah. signed on to show their disgust, basically, at what their kids are going to be taught. And they've been outstanding, the Muslim community as well. I believe there's 200 of, they've pulled 200 of their kids out of school and they're still out of school and they're educating them in mosques at the minute until the government decide to sort their act out. Um, so for the Muslim one to be accepted when the other when the other one had been turned down, um, again, just outstanding. It just represents another section of the community. And yes, it, it's part of the case. It's part of the evidence which will be taken into account by the judge as, as long as, as uh, amongst everything else in determining... What, uh, what the outcome's going to be, what a decision is going to be, um, which as far as I'm aware, to the best of my knowledge, I've been told six weeks, um, seems reasonably excessive to me, six weeks, but it is what it is. Um, that puts us till Christmas gone. I believe it's five weeks till Christmas, isn't it? So... That's where we are at the moment. I don't know if there's what, anything what, I've missed, which you. Well, I want to know what the feeling when it's all closed and you know the judge has taken off all her paperwork and it's all mm -hmm. closed. Yep, yep. What was what did it? What was the atmosphere in there like? Mm -hmm. How was it? Well, I, I, it, before the judge left, and as for seeing her take off her cloak and stuff, we don't see that. She just exits discreetly through a side door. We have to stand, of course. Um, basically, Paul finished his speech. Um, and, and again, you know, it, it was it was a really inspirational. Um, it was a really inspirational moment. It, it, his whole kind of summing up at the end, that that final hour, and I can only describe it as a film. Just you know, when you're rooting on the hero, you, you know what I mean. Your stomach's going, and so you, it's good, and you think, go on, go on. That that's how I felt um, talking to some of the other people. There was only 25 people. The public gallery is 25 people. But talking to some of them after, you know, they, they felt the same. Um, it, it was... It, it was edgy a seat. Yeah, it was, it was film kind of stuff. There were various points that he made where there were murmurings and sort of yeses coming from the crowd which again isn't is you know that's frowned upon um can be seen as a contempt of court if you're disrupting the court you see so but it was there was a few but it was one of those moments you know you're in the moment so there was a couple of yes and you know when he said certain points at the end of his speech at the end of his allotted hour which wasn't quite an hour Literally, the the public gallery, those twenty five people, um, and the, the claimants, it, they just broke out into a round of applause while the judge was there. Um, he was applauded in the court as the judge was leaving. Basically, um, everybody was still in the court. 
uh, and he just broke out into a round of applause and it, it was outstanding. And I, I mean, you've obviously seen the, the outcome when Paul leaves the building. Oh, well, I was, I was down there. I, was, yeah, I, I think I I've mean, got it on film somewhere, but it's, it was all, you know, you know what it's like around government yeah. buildings. They jam the signals and everything else. It was, yeah. it was horrendous. But Phil was absolutely amazing. And I mean, I, you know, Catherine and I, what were we like last night? How many times did we watch it back? It was just so... It was so surreal. And then we just started laughing so much that he does the walk and everyone's just taking it. Like he's like this, I don't know. He's just won like the Olympic gold for whatever. And then coming down the runway, do you know what I mean? Everyone's hugging him. And then the final bit, the final bit was classic. After he'd done all the the line of hugs, somebody jumps in and starts doing a selfie. I know, I know. Incredible, and then obviously when he got up, got got up yeah. onto the stage, you know, I had tears welling up in my eyes, you know, and he was so, I, he was so humbled by I it. Was, you uh, yeah. tell. That's the word I was going to use. He, you know, he was so humbled by it. Um, oh, it, it was, it was just out uh, right, and. and who has selfies with a bloody barrister? You know what I mean? It's just... It's a, it's he's just a barrister, man. You know who has selfies don't with Don't you think he was like Donald Trump or what, like... Well, but, but right, and, and you know, yeah. as much as we talk about this and as much as people look at the, the videos and see the photos, it's one of those... I suppose you had to be there. There was real emotion. Anyone who's been to um, a protest or anything, especially some of the bigger ones in London and stuff like that, that that feeling you get inside, that's what it was like for me. Yeah, I'd say, like, from a protest, like, treble that. Yeah, it was... When he came out, and all sorts of walks of life, everybody, they were all, like... Everyone. People, you know, oh, it's just embarrassing, like... They tried to get barristers. You know, he's going up against these yeah. these giants on his own with just yeah. the support of Kimberly, yourself. Do you know what I mean? Obviously, his family behind him. But the way he came out, you know, the barrister, their, their legal team, six of them walk out suddenly on their own. He yeah. comes out with literally an army of dragons behind him. And this that moment yesterday in that courtyard... You know, when him and Kimberly were standing on that thing, I think I looked at you, Catherine, and I said, This is this is this is bigger than we can ever imagine what's going on here. Yeah, it, oh, it was outstanding. I'm getting goose pimples now, literally, just thinking about it. Well, we, we, we were talking to um somebody earlier. Uh he actually bought a donation for PCP done. We were having a chat with him out by out, out the front for Good ten minutes, um, and he actually the way you know his words. I thought that's a good way of putting it. You know, he said we had to chip the ice, and we most certainly have cracked that ice. Yeah. You know, yeah. we we have we have cracked that ice, and we we've we've knocked the wedge into the ice. I believe now, and whatever comes from this, it's only gonna it's only gonna snowball. Um, regardless of the outcome of the court case, it's going to snowball. Right. So the misinformation, the misinformation, the misinformation about it being a global rollout has been put to rest yeah. well and truly in a court of law. 
that's all they referred to it. The, the fact that there is no tool for this developmentally appropriate or even age appropriate, there's no such tool available for these teachers to use. And that has been shown and proven in a court of law, the high court of law, in fact. Um, you know, these are massively important things. I think there's a lot of parents who need an apology of A, their, te- you know, their kids' teachers. Well, they've been having public apologies for um, the media apologising to, you know. That that stands regardless of the outcome of the case. Whether this case is won or lost, what has been established in that court is the fact that it is a global rollout and, and amongst other things, there is no tool for age or developmentally appropriate. Those two things have been established in a court of law, regardless of the result. Um, and that should be worrying for the teachers who stuck up for them and the parents who were sending their kids to these schools. The government, everybody down the chain has lied to the parents. Every one of them. Um, I, I'm being told to start. <laughs> thinking, we've been on for like an hour and a half now. Yeah. Well, Longer than that, so I think. Maybe we can do this again tomorrow evening. Yeah, well, maybe. I told you, I did pre-warn you. <laughs> yeah, I know. I know, but I'm, I'm perfectly happy. quick 10 minutes on the rundown and summarise what happened. Just transcribe yeah, the uh, whole court case. I, I, I do, yeah, do apologise for my <laughs> excessive talking. Um, no, don't, don't apologise, Dan. You you deserve every single moment of airtime. You really do after everything you've done. Like I know Catherine is so proud, and uh, I won't give you any more compliments. Well, no, I you know I, I, I can't even explain it. It's just he just doesn't realise how good he is. He doesn't. I know that. I've been with him a long time. Do you know what I mean? He's perfectionist and, you know, and he, he genuinely thinks he didn't do much. And I'm like, but... He, no, there's other people who've done a lot more. Yeah, there's lots of people who've done a lot, but you're one of them, like. That's yeah. Right. yeah. And it's your hard work that, you know, saves Yeah, and like I said earlier on my video, you know, when we went through and obviously down learned all this when we lost the houses and we remember having that conversation a few of them after we got over the shock of it all um I it, it didn't happen for no reason do you know what I mean we didn't find it down didn't learn all that stuff for nothing it would it would come it eventually would be really important for something and it has been look what it's been do you know what I mean I really believe and it's that. formed so many bonds and friendships yeah and- it's it's just a common ground that all these different people from different walks of lives, yeah. you know, yeah. the fact it, it was just it was perfect. Yeah, and it also managed to show the BBC for what they are. We yeah, you know, we documented how close the BBC were was and I mean genius with the police officer turned up to our case with that lapel. That was it was all like it was. Yeah, there's when Phil releases that video or whoever it is, Voice of Wales, over that lapel, that is going to be absolute dynamite, that video. Yeah. And it, what of all the times to come on that day as well. 
Yeah, yeah, it was. It, it was like, better, regardless of the outcome. You couldn't have yeah, and then there was the, the guy at the end with his um, Jack, was it, with his PCP mobile? Oh yeah, yeah. Music out, and everyone's having a day. It was just everybody. It was it was the energy person. was amazing. It, was amazing. it really was. There wasn't one single person that at that moment when people came out that was not beaming from oh, ear yeah, to genuine ear. smiles i said this yesterday didn't i the smiles on everyone's faces were so genuine and it was like it was looked, it looked like we'd eradicate you know the way we all responded it looked like we'd eradicated the education world yeah, it is yeah that was the response it, you know that we've you know you and i did yeah, the podcast absolutely. on for goodness sake kimberly and you you've been working on this two years for this day you know yeah. and the way you know they tried every trick in the book and it was literally like boom have that yeah yeah we know there's going to be an appeal we know some judges not all judges we know they they can be a little bit dodgy um so you know it was in god's hands regardless to be fair regardless what to have it in black and white that it was the welsh government yeah in a court of law that with the misinformation and i do the slander, I mean, there was that one organisation, that Welsh, uh, the Institute of Wales, who did that hit piece. I mean, that was absolutely disgusting. Oh, with the far right stuff. The far yeah. right. And it was yeah. this weird, they had their own media, they had their own media, um, media source, didn't they? And they literally tried to, well, it was disgusting hit piece. Absolutely yeah. disgusting. Yeah, they're all they're all coming out for what they are now. They'll do that's me. Yeah, yeah. God wins every time. <laughs> Not loud. <laughs> I can't hear anything. It's like you're you're both quite. Are you far away oh, from that? Top? No, is that better? Yeah, that's a lot better. Oh yeah, I was just saying, slipping back into the the police with the rainbow badge thing and chucking my two pens in, if you don't mind. Yeah, please do. Again, right in my opinion, irrelevant of the the rainbow flag bit, right? As offensive as that might be to some people, and I truly understand that it's not offensive at all and loved by many other people, and you're entitled to your opinion. And you're quite right with what you said about the police not... They're not supposed to be politicised, right? Yeah, you know what I mean. Um, (laughs) That's okay. Um... The, the danger lies in my mind. We've got I'm trying to say police officers, but I know it's policy officer. Yeah. We've got policy officers denying the orders of superiors, right? So, in this case, it's just about a little rainbow flag, right? You can say it's unimportant, but what happens when it's something worse, right? That's why we can't have it. There's a chain of authority in these bodies, right? And they're denying outright, in your face, on camera, they're denying the chain of authority, mind. Right? What, what, look at the dangers that that presents in a a different environment, in a different situation. It's it's insane. Very dangerous. It's, 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 It's deadly. You know, Good God, man, these are supposed to be our police. Yeah. Um, anyway, that's all i got to say on it, because I'll be on it for hours otherwise. We'll do um, another show, Darren. Yeah, maybe. You should do a weekly one. 
Honestly. The, the chances are it would last a week. Um, <laughs> oh, dear. Kat, final words. I'm so sorry I did most of the talking. I just didn't shut up then. No, I'm sorry. Right. Um, I believe it was me. It was definitely Darren. We're going to spend half hour now arguing over <laughs> who spoke the most as well, mind. <laughs> We'll have we'll have the little chess timer thing out next time. We hit the button when we start and stop. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, a little egg timer. Yeah, yeah, Beep. one of them. Yeah, we'll have them we, we can always get a talking stick, like a virtual talking. Yeah, stick. well, I probably need a stick for Kevin to poke me when I'm going to. <laughs> I had fingers on lips a few times and sh- and sort of sign language, not not proper sign language, but sign language like I think she probably got the rat that they were a go. Um, <laughs> you know that kind of scenario. So. <laughs> Really of how much you you know, and you're just being really thorough, but I'm just wondering, yeah, I, you know, I understand. <laughs> I apologize. So, Kat, final words, and then we will uh, we will tootle off and uh, we'll get this over to Rick and hopefully have this out first thing in the morning. Final words. Well, I hope now that the people who were denying it and you know saying it was conspiratorial and whatever else, I hope their mind is settled. And I hope they do look into it now and they need to start act, acting with us. You know, we still need those legal fees so that the fundraiser still needs to go around. We still need people to raise money, you know, because if that, that fee is going to go up, if you know, depending on how, how much further this this court case goes, obviously, because there'll be appeals on both sides, whoever, you know, wins or whatever, whoever loses. Um, so... Yeah, people need to get, and it is, it is looking like that now. I think people are, are finally realizing, you know, to have an apology from the media, public one, mind, I was like, what? That's never happened. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. You know, so I think there's going to be more, more and more of this. And like I say, there's articles everywhere now. I think there's about 20 odd flying around. Some of them are international. There's been a so. couple of, um, there were a couple of requests from sort of like, um, almost mainstream like GB News there was like a some requests for interviews and then at the final hour they're they're backing out I mean it's not like Kimberly and the team don't know what they're allowed to say and the barrister would have given them strictures as would have the judge yeah yeah um and tribunal tweets have obviously been um been yeah. um, tweeting it all out. So, yeah, exactly, um, exactly. It's, it's there. It's in the public. I, you know, I'm not sure, but anyway, you know. So there you go. You had you had a, the first proper interview with you well, know. Yeah, yeah. Well, again, I apologise be... if I waffled on no, and, and went off track. On. You won that. It's just that I, you know, I thought, oh, you know, how? Well, you, I just didn't know that how long. You'd be on here otherwise, because yeah. it's all interesting. But you know, I'm just thinking, how long do people listen for? Yeah, that's fair enough. Yeah. <laughs> so let's sign off. www.publicchildprotectionwales.org, libertytactics.co.uk. Um, we'll be getting some articles up. I'm going to put some stuff together tomorrow. Um, just like share, share, spread the word. Doesn't matter if the truth movement don't share it because we're going to keep going and uh, they're not needed now. It's this has started something big and uh, sorry to them that they're missing out on something that is going to be so special. Yeah, I agree. I agree. And it's still not too late though for anyone to. 
for anyone to jump. You know, obviously some people didn't know. There was a lady that my mum was talking to outside. Um, she spent most of the time with her, actually, who'd only just found out in the summer, you know, and her eyes and ears were just completely open. And she was like, I can't believe what's going on. So, you know, there are still pe many people who don't know what's going on. This is going to open their eyes to that. So they need to obviously come to Public Child Protection Wales and find out what's going on, you know, get as much information as you can. Um, and help take action. That's all. That's all I need to say. What about you, Dad? What's your last words? Um, my last words are big hats off to Paul. Um, you know, amongst all of my min mistrust of the the legal society, um, I truly, in my heart, believe he's a good man, and he done an outstanding job on behalf of Kim and the girls. Um, and I mean, Kim gets you know, all the recognition she deserves, at least from me and the people closer. Oh, but, like, but, you know, the others as well. You know, there's a few of them who don't get a mention very often, who, you know, were outstanding and, a, and an integral part of the cause. Indeed. Uh, more indeed. of an integral part of the cause than me. And I'm not going to start naming for fear of leaving one of them out and adding an hour to your show. Um, <laughs> but, you know, all... All of the, the there is a vast library of documentation on on this site on on the piece piece yeah was on their website. Yeah, um, the blog. Historically, historical right through. You know, it, it, she's she's done an outstanding job of collecting the documentation, and it's been available for a long time. It's just people just nodded, agreed. Uh, and criticised instead of just spending an hour having a look. Well, people are sensed risk. I mean, we're so censored, you, you know. You of course. yourself, Darren, what cat and I go through. It's ridiculous. Yeah, yeah no, of course, I understand it's that. It's very but, difficult, you know, like, I, I faced, everything. But I faced it in real life, and they would rather argue with me and defend it, some people, yeah. instead of just going and having a look. I will just go and have a look and then come back and argue well, with me. This is um, what's going to happen now after the editing, yeah, you know, because they would have seen it in the, you know, in the papers and stuff, you know, so. Yeah, exactly. Know. Right, let's close this down because um, yeah. it's ridiculous. Be forever. Everyone, yeah. God bless. Uh, keep this. Yeah. We'll be doing more. I'll be speaking to Kimberly. Probably Kat and I will probably speak to her tomorrow. Let her have a day off today and, and soak it all in. Soak yeah. it all up. Okay, that's it. Brilliant. Awesome. Thank Goodbye. you, guys. Thank Take you. care. Yeah.